All right. I, I don't even know. I don't even know where to begin. Maybe I should begin by taking a look at your questions, uh, unless we're all reacting in this in the same slightly overwhelmed way. <coughs> so uh, Malin Ströman had this question. The trend, like historically, humanity has chosen destructive paths. Why should we even embrace AI? Usually when we have a really good idea, it ends badly. <laughs> I mean, I think every, every powerful technology has been weaponized and every weapon has been used at least once. So it's safe to, it's safe to assume that someone will use artificial intelligence to, I don't know, find some kind of mutation and makes Ebola airborne. Right? Like, I don't think there is any doubt about that, and I'm pretty sure it's going to happen within five years. Uh, but having said that, we're also smart enough to know these risks now. Right? This, is, this isn't 100 years ago. We actually have a lot of things in place where pe very smart people are thinking about how to avoid global catastrophes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, something bad is going to happen, but I don't think it's going to be like, globally that bad. What do you think, Stephanie, about the risks versus the benefits? I, I, I think that the technology is coming um, and that the only way for us to deal with it is really to get to know it. I, I, I agree that something will happen, but we can't push it aside because, you know, there's this kind of protopian way that this technology is coming into our lives slowly and slowly and slowly. Um, so as it comes, we just need to be able to deal with it in one way or another. And as time goes on, we'll, we'll get to these points and, and have some very smart people try to figure out how to go around those bad yeah. points, inflections. You know, also just to be clear, AI is just software. Mm -hmm. So, you know, even, though if, even if you wanted to, like, forbid it, anybody could do it at home. I mean, I can train a neural network on my laptop, yeah. so. Uh, Sebastian, your piece is also about resistance. Uh, and I wonder if, uh, I think we agree all that, that this goal that Stephanie mentioned of inclusive, diverse, and transparent should be the gold standard for, mm -hmm. I guess, all of our technologies. Uh, how do we go about doing that? Do we have to do it through this sort of guerrilla methods? Or, or what are the what are I the think, tools at our disposal? Yeah, well, there is one way of thinking it, like through these means. But I think in general, AI should be up like uh, instead of being based on surveillance, it could be based on curiosity and us collaborating to build it together. What you like nicely illustrated. So I think yeah. John mm -hmm. Bay had uh, this question uh, about the sort of narrow versus general AI. Um, and I'm, I have to say that I'm very relieved that, that you say that it's like, um, that it's that far away, that we don't even know how to begin to approach that problem. But at the same time... Well, I, I, what I said is that we don't know how we're going to get there, mm -hmm. but that means that if we're ever going to get there, it needs a fundamental scientific breakthrough, which could happen anytime. I don't think it's going to happen short term, but it could happen tomorrow, we just oh. don't know. It's yeah, just a different, <laughs> it's a different yeah, path. I, I felt that I, I've, I've been feeling that light speed travel, like we're pretty far away from that. No, which my, was your my, no, really, what's important is there is no way, there is nothing today that gives us any clue on how to achieve it, which doesn't mean it's not achievable. Like it's not about time, it's about someone's going to figure out something so different in ways of how they do it that it might work. It just might take a very long time. So, but if we have enough 
of these narrow AIs is the, is the question. Yeah. Uh, so the question is, what about lateral thinking? If we have enough of the lateral AIs next to each other, or if we move just a little bit up on, on that scale, what happens then? Surely that's enough to take out a lot of jobs or, or yeah. have systemic effects that are very not, unpredictable. Not really. I mean, the thing is, like, you're still going to have a human deciding what task the AI is going to do. Because general intelligence is also required to have unsupervised thinking, right? So um, if an AI learns to play a game, a human could tell it, hey, try to use that learning to play that game. That, that you know, is definitely something doable. But the AI itself wouldn't be thinking by itself, ah, I can play this. Here's an abstract conceptual level that I'm now taking, and I'm figuring out I can by myself use it somewhere else. Like this kind of autonomy in the decision-making process is not something you can build without solving general intelligence. Good. To my shock, I'm realizing we are out of time. Uh, so, so that's inconvenient, uh, because I have so many questions to you guys, so I'm just going to follow you off the stage in a little while and ask them. And, and, then, and then for the rest of us, there, there is the internet. So please keep, keep tweeting at these wonderful people, and let's continue the conversation online. And give an enormous hand to Dr. Randhindi, Stephanie Dinkins, and Sebastian Schmid.